it's time to play. No work today. Hey. Yeah. Catch me lacing up my gym shoes. You get school. Broken ankles everywhere in the crowd. Zachariah with the breakdown. What we need is Avery. Young. I'm redlining now? Yeah, you were. Right now? Gotcha. No? Not no more. I'll try to keep it calm. Do what you got to do. All right. Uno? Dos. Trace. A Bay Area! Welcome to the program. Our apologies to our big, strong following that we got out there for not putting out a podcast last week. I was hot, too. I had topics. I was ready for stuff. He was. Um, I'm joined by Cousin Ant. You were calling me about this shit and not wanting to talk about it, so we <laughs> keep it fresh. <laughs> At the Rees 510, 510 on Twitter. Uh, we're brought to you by the Lumber Baron, thelumberbaron.com. LBC. Use the promo code no work today. Get 10% off of your next decking or fencing order. Go see what Maximil has to say. Yeah. Go holler at Maximil. Let him know you heard from us at No Work Today. Let's face it, your deck and your fence stink. It's summertime. Let's get that done. We're also brought to you by Burst. Build a chair. Cousin Ant right here. <laughs> or Treehouse. Cousin Ant right here. Mr. Entrepreneur. Burst. It's French, so you have to say it like that. Premium flowers. It's uh where can they find you on the IG? At the Burst on IG. And that's with a Z. Z. Well, you gotta make sure you let the people know that. B-U-R-Z-T. There you go. How many followers we got on that? As in Z. How many? <laughs> as in Zachariah? Yeah. The Z's for Zachariah? Yeah. How many followers we got on that bad boy? About 3,000. Yeah. 3K? 3K. That's almost triple mine. We gotta grow, man. We're growing. That's pretty good. Slowly but surely. Uh, follow me at Zach Sports, Z-A-K Sports. You can follow us on every single social media platform at No Work Today. Spell the intelligent way. K-N-O-W. Work today. Cousin Ant. Uh, let's just start with, how are you? I'm good, guy. How you doing? Uh, I'm good. I want to ask this question every time we do a podcast. Who's your favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? <laughs> My favorite Teenage Mutant? Yes. Uh, Leonardo, I guess? Yeah. You know what? You really are a Leonardo. Yeah. Michelangelo was the party guy that everybody liked. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't like him that much. He was yeah. overrated. Yeah. Raphael was the dickhead. Yeah. Leonardo, but my my favorite is Donatello, which Donatello. actually leads me to my next question for you. What's your favorite color? Because Donatello was purple, and purple has now become my new favorite color. Is it really your favorite yes. color? It is now. That's weird. Prince. You and Prince. I guess so, yeah. You and Prince have that. Yeah, me and Prince. <laughs> common. Yeah, the good die young. <laughs> Keep your eye out for me. I mean, I'm a... I don't really have too many favorite colors. Come like. on, blue's got to be your favorite color, silver right? Silver and black, man. You got blue eyes. Silver oh, and silver and black. The guy said two colors for me. <laughs> I like that. That's a nice Raiders answer right there. Uh, happy finals week. Happy finals week. We've arrived. Super excited. Five in a row. The game is finally tonight. It's going to be tough tonight. Yeah, tonight. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I'm going to air this up. Don't worry, I'll edit that out. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. You worried? You worried about the North? I saw a poll online that asked people who they would rather have the Warriors play, and it said Milwaukee or the Toronto Raptors. And, and which one? A majority of the people picked Milwaukee. Hmm. And I was in the other percentile of the people who thought that we should fear Toronto the most. No, then you would be with the people from the poll because they said that they would rather play Milwaukee, and you're saying that you No, would... no, no. They, would, they feared Milwaukee more. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, you said that wrong. Yeah, well, don't worry. Run it back. Out. First flag. Five yards. <laughs> Five yards. Uh, you know, I just think they match up with us pretty darn well. Mm -hmm. And I think their big guys are going to give us a lot of trouble. Okay. Uh, are you talking about Gasol or who? I think, think Gasol is going to give us some trouble. Um, I think Serge, and by Serge, I mean Ibaka. Ibaka. Is going to give us a lot of trouble. 
That guy feels like he's been in the league for like 20 years, and he's he not really – he's the same age as like – He has. I think he's younger than Kevin Durant. He has. I think, it, I think for Gasol and Ibaka especially, you know, them being – So who are you worried about them not being able to match up with? I'm a little confused. Do you think they're going to be able to take advantage of them on the offensive end? I think they'll be able to take advantage of the post on the offensive end in regards to really somebody like Looney trying to guard Gasol or Ibaka. I don't think he's going to be able to do that too well. Okay. It's going to open up the rest of the game. Also, another player with experience on Toronto who I think is going to give us some trouble and kind of always does every time we play him is Green. You know, he, Danny Green? Danny Young Green. <laughs> young Danny Green. He gives us some trouble. He's a hard matchup for us. He's usually always open, and he can shoot over Curry, and he likes to take his shot when he goes against the Warriors. So but he's, he's pretty uh, mediocre. No, what's the opposite of multifaceted? He's pretty one-dimensional. There mm. we go. Yeah. Can see how I put that together? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wordsmith. Mm-hmm. Um, he's pretty one-dimensional. I don't really fear much of that. Okay. What, what I do think is that the Raptors, you could mention, I mean, obviously, the first place you go is Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But then after that, there's not like a first guy that you would name. After Pascal Saikim, there's not really another like a third guy that you would go straight to. I mean, you said Danny Green, and I'm a little surprised because I don't even consider him to be anything of an X factor or a guy that can actually have heavy influence on the series. I know Gasol's great. He's been in the playoffs for years, never got there. Kyle Lowry went through a bunch of playoff series and didn't get there. But what I'm saying is their eight man rotation, which is essentially what they play Mm -hmm. is where I'd be worried because I think the warriors after, and who knows about Iguodala, who knows about cousins, who knows about Durant. We'll get to that in a second, but after clay, Steph and Draymond, you're not going eight deep. I mean, you might play eight guys, but you don't have eight great guys. The Raptors kind of have their main superstar, a few semi-stars, and then their coaching and their defense and the rest of the role guys are just really good. And I think better than the role guys, not the coaching. Steve Kerr's proven that he's a great coach. Mm -hmm. But their role guys are a lot better than the Warriors' role guys. So where I would be worried is when Curry's got to come out of the game with two minutes left in the first or, you know, Clay's got to come out of the game to start the second or, you know, however they got to do the rotations, what I would be worried about is the non-stars for the Raptors beating the non-stars for the Warriors. I'll edit all that out. Yeah, off-the-bench players coming in against off-the-bench players. The only argument against that is that the bench looked really good this past series. Guys like Looney stepped up. Guys like Iguodala they did. stepped up. They even did. though he was starting. You just can't count this Warriors team out. I think you're right in regards to them being a bit deeper than us talent-wise, but I think that'll even out in the series. I just I think we're going to have trouble is with the size in regards to their, yeah, their big talking one. about that, yeah. but that's so not the Warriors. That's yeah. never been something that made or broke the Warriors. You know, yeah. The Warriors are not big-time guys, and I'm struggling to think of teams that gave them trouble because of size. Yeah. I mean, who would you point to that? The Rockets aren't big on size. Yeah. Um, they just swept them, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a team. The Cavs didn't even have much size, even if you wanted to make LeBron a four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kevin Love plays outside. I'm just trying to think of a team that affected them based yeah. on size. I think that, you know, that being something that they might have not seen too much could affect them in this series a little bit more than people yeah. think. Well, there's no reason to look at the two games that they played in the regular season because nobody was yeah. what they are now. Yeah. Uh, but it does lead me to my pet peeve and what I was hot on last week. They did beat them twice, though, in the season. I know. Yeah. But you can't. Uh, Kawhi didn't yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steph didn't play. Yeah. KD didn't play. I yeah. mean, they won when Kawhi play. didn't play, though. Yeah. yeah. This brings me to my pet peeve from last week. Okay. All of the Warriors fans out there in the Bay Area, you have two baseball teams, the A's and the Giants. You have two football teams, 
the Raiders and the Niners. You actually happen to be a weird combination of Giants uh, Raiders fan, but I'm bringing you over to the East Bay and the A's now that they're going to be the only damn team in the East Bay. It's going to be hard not to. Um, but there's only one basketball team. Yeah. Everybody loves the Warriors. Definitely. And so I have every single one of my friends that likes sports, which is probably 95% of my friends, loves the Warriors. Yeah. And the majority of them are legitimately happy that Kevin Durant is not playing. <laughs> And it makes me sick. That's and not. every single pundit out there that's saying, oh, they're playing more freely and they're moving the ball more or whatever. I mean. So it's a different style of basketball. It is, but you never take the best player on the planet, in my opinion. I think LeBron is starting to regress. You saw him finally get hurt for like the first time in his career yeah. with that groin injury with the Lakers. Didn't bring a team to the playoffs after he had brought eight straight teams to the finals. So I think he's on the way down. I think Durant's probably maybe a little bit on the way down, but still really close to where his peak and his prime would be. You could say Steph Curry, but I think Durant's just longer and better on the defensive end. You could say Kawhi Leonard, everybody. I mean, that's the hot topic now. You could say Giannis Antetokounmpo if you want, but he's to me, he's not enough of a perimeter guy. Durant is literally a seven-foot center that can play on the wing, and he can shoot over everybody. And I don't care what your team construct is. I don't care how the style of play changes. You will never be a better team with Kevin Durant not on your team versus him being on your team. And I think it's completely asinine of all the people out there that are saying, oh, it's like the old school from like before we had him. And I'm talking about you, Artie, and you, every other <laughs> Warrior fan that's listening to this podcast that say that shit. It grinds my gears. Well, I mean, obviously, I don't agree with that 100% in regards to them being a better team. Team without KD because like I said it's a different style of basketball and you know you're watching greatness either way but you know I think it reflects how great Steph Curry is and I think what everybody forgets is that KD came to the Warriors to play with Steph Curry and before KD came they had championship rings you know and everybody wants to talk about being the best this and that they also lost in the finals they did but they got there Okay, you know, and, and then they added Kevin Durant. Yeah, and KD. What you're telling me is that you have a great meal. No, 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 no. K you came to the crib, no, you cooked me steak, you gave me French fries, yeah. and all I'm telling you is I'm adding some bomb-ass mac and cheese, and there's people <laughs> out there going, the mac and cheese is not as good, yeah. so get it out of there. No, it's never a bad thing to add mac and cheese to that meal. Exactly. You know, it's it's it, like I said, it's a great ball either way, but I think there's more of appreciation for Curry after he's done what he's did with Kevin Durant out. Well, speaking of nice, nice segue right yeah, there. See, yeah. it's it's good when we got unison, when we got chemistry. Yeah, it's kind of like being on the hoop court. We go. When KD went out, uh -huh. they beat Houston 104-99 at home. Mm -hmm. He scored 25. These are the next five games. Bangers. This, this includes game six beating Houston in Houston. He which set is a record. My personal favorite Warriors game of all time. <laughs> and then the four-game suite of Portland. Mm -hmm. 33, 36, 37, 36. 37. Wow. I mean, and Draymond's game changed totally because rather than give the ball to Durant, Draymond started to facilitate yep. and push the rock. Push the rock. And he's not always best with the decision-making, but he was, I mean, more times than not, he is. And he was fantastic. You can make the argument he was he played the best out of anybody, and that's with me just listing off the stats that I gave you about Steph. Absolutely. Do you, now, this brings me to this question that I asked you maybe a week or two ago. Okay. Do you think it's more important now that the Warriors strive or pursue keeping that core three guys together, as in Steph Curry, Draymond, and Clay, or do you think they go for KD and disregard Clay? And All right, well, you got to be a little Draymond. bit more specific. Who are the two scenarios? 
If you're asking me place the importance, of course it's important to keep that core. Right. But you have to give me what the Warriors are with those guys and what they are in the other scenario in order for me to answer that. Well, if you're telling me KD, you, Steph, Draymond, go and on. Curry. Right, right, right. Or, right, right. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you I have mean, to tell me what the alternative I is. I think the al- there is no alternative. I think if they want to keep KD, they're going to have to let those two guys go. Oh, well, if you're asking me to choose between, you're basically asking me to choose Steph and KD yeah, yeah. or Steph, Draymond, and Clay. Yeah. I'm taking Steph, Draymond, and Clay. Right. Because that's two guys versus one. And Draymond brings something that even Kevin Durant can't bring. Right. uh, Which is toughness and, you know, heart vocal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, KD, let's not be mistaken. KD is a monster. He is. You know, he's a killer. But all those guys are. You can't be that good unless you're competitive and crazy as hell. There are certain guys who have it taken to another level. And Draymond's just one of those guys. True. True. But again, you're asking me two guys versus one. Yeah. So even though I think KD's the best player on the planet, yeah. I'm taking Draymond and Clay over KD just based on Absolutely. certain numbers. And cohesiveness, too. You know, those guys have played together since all of their... But then, I mean, staff. you're telling me KD goes where and he's with whom and whether or not... I mean, because <laughs> the last time the Warriors were challenged, yeah. other than dumbass Draymond, no offense, Draymond, or Draymond's mom if they're listening... Uh, I love you guys both dearly, but you kicking LeBron in the nuts cost us uh, what we would be going for a would be a five peat, right? Yeah, one missed that one because of the nut kicking. Two, this would be three. So yeah, uh, we'd be going for five straight if Draymond could uh, keep his foot down. But what he does is is something else, and what Clay does is I mean, think about the Houston game. Clay Thompson, Steph Curry didn't have a point in the first half. If Clay Thompson was not there to hold them down as I like to call them, uh, Dylan and Brandon. Uh, if Dylan was not there in the first half, what Brandon did in the second half wouldn't have mattered. Can I just say one thing about Clay Thompson, too? If he's not one of your favorite it's players... It's a podcast, and You can say whatever you want. If he's not one of your favorite players in basketball, regardless of what team you like, then you don't like the game of basketball. I think... I know what you're saying, and I totally agree because I'm with you in loving him as a player. Yeah. But I think that he's only for a certain... Demographic. Taste put. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not even demographic. He's for a certain taste bud. He is an assassin He's that assassin. gets caught in bed with another chick when his IG <laughs> chick comes home, and then she puts him on blast on the internet. Uh, he's cool, calm, and collective. He's my kind of dude, and he's your kind of dude. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is there's a large part of the population where I don't think he's their kind of dude. Yeah, but I mean... And I don't even mean demographic. I mean just personality I think that's like icing on the cake just because his interviews are so good most of the time. And he says, You love his interviews? He's not the best interview. He just says what's on his mind. Like it's That's not, true. It's not rehearsed. Well, he just takes it like he doesn't give a And bleep. in the day of people reading off papers like, that's to true. come up with answers. And everything's and stuff, orchestrated. I appreciate that. I uh, know. I'm with you. I'm yeah, with you. He yeah. does do that, but he's not He's not great. Okay. Me, and for me, that's icing on the cake. But his game, though. Yes. When he needs to step up. Yes. And he has to have some killer instinct yeah. in him. He has it. Yeah. More so than I think Steph Curry. No, he's the best. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> yeah. Well. He's a little bit killer. Yeah, they're about even. I'd give the I'm, edge to Clay. I'm, well, I'm with you, but Curry's so much better on so, the, yeah, on the yeah. other side of that yeah. front that yeah, I can't yeah. go there. But yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. I'm not talking about from a skill point. I'm saying yeah. more mental-wise. Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, he started off the season so poorly. He did. And this actually leads me to my next point. We're doing a great job with... uh, (laughs) Leading into the points. uh, Yeah, being fluid here uh, on No Work Today, Cousin Aunt Zachariah. In the beginning of the year, he got off to a horrible start. Yeah, he went... Yeah. And the way that he dealt with it, I think a lot of players, and I could throw like 
Okay, just first to come to mind because they recently played Houston. I could throw Chris Paul and James Harden into this. I could throw Kyrie Irving into this pile. A lot of those guys would have taken a bad start and had a hard time dealing with the media. Clay was like, uh, shooters don't forget how to shoot. Oh, no, you don't, baby. And then when he had that big game, after he kind of broke out of his slump, he looked at his hand like, yeah, I knew you were still there. Yeah. We're still good. So um, I love him. And it brings me to this, and. He got robbed of $30 million. Did he ever? And I don't know the guys that got over ahead of him, but I guarantee there's a couple of guys on there who shouldn't be ahead. Kyrie's one. Definitely. And Kemba Walker's two. Absolutely. Kemba Walker's nice. He, he he's, he's nice, but he's, he's on good, a, but he's not doing what Clay does. No, nah, not at all. And Clay should legitimately, and I would sign a petition <laughs> for this. That's hella stupid that He should like sue that. the NBA for $30 million. Yeah. And it's good for the Warriors. Because it's going to help him stay under the cap, and Clay's never going to want for money. I mean, yeah. he's going to have generational wealth. Yeah. His kids are going to be fine. His dad his, played in the league. Yeah, his kids' kids are going to be fine. Yeah. But he should be first team all defense. He should be at least first or second team all NBA, I'm saying. Yeah. He's that damn good. They show the dunks and the three-pointers and stuff like that on the highlight reel, but what he can do both ways, I would put Kawhi probably above him. I would put... KD above him. He's not top three, but you could make the argument definitely for top 10. If you're talking about both defense and offense, which last time I checked, when you play basketball, you you have to play defense and offense. (laughs) Absolutely. He got robbed. He got robbed. That was the other thing I was hot on. I think the fact that they have outside sources picking these things and affecting their well-being in regards to how much they get paid is ridiculous. Especially, Who are these fucking guys picking this shit? Especially Who Ant. is it? Not Especi- Superbad and them. Espe- <laughs> By the way, Superbad's becoming an inside joke. Uh, that's the joke to the big, round, robust Brian Windhorse. No offense if you're listening, Brian. Uh, but you're big and you probably know it. Uh, and and he made the Superbad. joke of Superbad and I had no idea what it was and then I Googled it and then I realized that that was spot on. He's got more hair though. Anyways, uh, here's the worst part, Ant. What? The Warriors games, okay, so I spent two summers in New York, mm-hmm. and you know I'm a diehard Suns fan, mm-hmm. and the Suns were really good. Yeah. We got jobbed out of a bunch of shit, including David Stern suspending Amare for game six against the Spurs because he went two feet off of the fucking bench, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. When I was in New York, Ant, you start your game night, right? So all of my Suns games started at 7.30 our time. That is 10.30 their time. You think these dinosaur reporters are watching Warriors games until two in the morning, (laughs) which is what I had to do to watch my sons. And I did it, but I was in my twenties. These guys are like 60 years old. They're not watching clay every night. Yeah. I was in the, and that's why Kemba Walker is getting the nod over him. Wow. You think that's the reason though? There's a reason why it's called East coast bias. Ant. these guys are not staying up to watch these games. Yeah. So they're not even seeing what clay's doing. And look, I get it. He's not, He's not a guy that can create his own shot. He's not a guy that's going to make the highlight reel for some crazy dunk. I mean, I know he's had jokes with uh, Zaza about dunks and I, I stuff disagree. like that. He created his own shot. Not really. That he's little step up shot. He does. No, he's a catch that and shoot. Turnaround shot. He's, he's a catch and shoot. Guy. That free throw shot. About seventy five percent of his he points, his I bet you, are game is nice. Are catch and shoot. <laughs> the clay is nice. And and I actually, I told you, I I had a conversation with his dad about not getting to the line enough because yeah. he doesn't drive a lot. Yeah, Anyway, he, he does it more this year though. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Offensively and defensively combined, you're not going to find a bunch of players that are better than him. And nope. the fact that it cost him thirty million that he couldn't even get on the third team makes me sick. Is disgusting. Yeah. 
I'll probably never see thirty million. And I felt like I lost a little <laughs> bit when Clay didn't I get his see money. Three million. <laughs> yeah, I got my house in the hills though. <laughs> let's bring it back to the game. Uh huh. So, all right, let's do KD here real quick. Mm-hmm. The fact that he traveled with the team, don't you think it would be really idiotic of the Warriors organization to fly him out, have him go through customs to another country, and like he didn't even have a shot? Because a lot of people, if you listen to the pundits, are saying he doesn't have a shot of playing in game two. Really? He's definitely out game one. Mm-hmm. But he's got to at least have a shot for game two, right? Right, and you have a good theory about that, right? I think he's going to play game two because I don't know why you would have flown him out there. I mean, it's not a theory. I'm just saying facts. Right. If if he wasn't going to play game two, let his ass stay in a hospital bed and be posted up and relax and chill and try to come back for game three. I think the only reason why you would even put him on a plane is if there's a chance that he's playing game two. And I like your theory, and, and that caused me to think of another theory, that if they lose game one, that's when they'll give him the green light to go ahead and play. Oh, but you're going the, back to, you, you did this a couple series ago. But if the Warriors... Your whole thing is always, as long as they're winning, yeah. don't play him. Yeah, it's not a bad theory. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to let him rest as much as possible when you need him that's when you pull the card out and try to make him play or see if he can go. But, you know, your theory is, is is a good one in regards to him even traveling out there. Kinds of points to a little bit that he is going to come in and play that second game. Because, yeah, if not, there's no reason for him to be putting stress and strain on that leg at all. I like your theory. Mm-hmm. I subscribe to your theory, even. Speaking of which, uh, at No Work Today, <laughs> K-N-O-W Work Today, subscribe, rate, and review, and all that good stuff. It, it makes us feel better about Boys. ourselves. <laughs> I subscribe to your theory, Ant, okay. but here's my thing. If you can go for a game, it doesn't matter if you're up 1-0 or not. You can either go or you can't. So this is why, for me, physically, I think they think he's going to be ready to rock for game two because otherwise, I just don't think that mm-hmm. there's a situation where you go, don't play, unless he's pushing himself, but I don't think that they would let him push himself anyway. Yeah, no. I mean, if not for like just this year, I'm talking about for like his future. Absolutely. I mean, you know, they got the top doctors in there and stuff, and they got people study the art technology kind of. Yeah, di- there's people getting paid a lot of money to, to keep these guys healthy. Yeah. And, and um, I think if he can go, he can go, and if he can, he can. It doesn't matter if they're down one zero or or up one zero. I mean, yeah, you don't really know, like you were referring to earlier, the severity of the injury because they're so secretive with all these things that they have these days in regards to them. That's another pet peeve. Holding back information. Just let us know if a guy's injured or not. Just tell and, us. And, and like, it makes sense, though. Well, you were talking about Dame Lillard, and I was asking you yeah, whether yeah. or not you thought it was going to be that easy, and you said Dame Lillard being hurt had a lot to do with that, but we had no idea. We have no idea if Dame Lillard was completely hurt and was playing at like 10% or whether or not he was like 95% and the Warriors were just way better. <laughs> right. But why can't we know that? Why does it have to be a secret? Is it all to, like these guys act like they work for the CIA? It gives those guys an opportunity, I think, to kind of milk those injuries and kind of once they feel it was slipping away from them a little bit they can act like they don't care or see i think it's hurt. the opposite i'm going to unsubscribe to this theory because <laughs> i think it's i think it's the organization uh-huh. trying to play chess moves with the other teams well, to not let them know whether or not the guy's it, healthy it doesn't not. give the other team the opportunity to prepare for the team yeah. the best version of that team. well i heard some asinine theory that kevin durant's definitely not playing game two but they flew him up there just so that toronto thinks that he might play game two here's Okay, spoiler alert for every single organization out there. 
Every team is preparing as though every single player is going to play, even if the guy's been ruled out for the rest of the year. Definitely. They're planning on DeMarcus Cousins playing. They're planning on me coming out there. Yeah. So you don't, don't think you're fooling anybody yeah. by saying, oh, yeah, he flew out of here, but he's ruled out for game one. We don't know about game two. Oh, we'll get back to you on that. And then the Raptors are like, oh, he's playing game two. Yeah, no. no, they're preparing for that. Yeah, they're preparing. It's going to be tough, man. Raptors are a good team, man. I think, you know. The Warriors got a, a long voyage ahead of them, but if they can do it, it's going to be a nice three-peat. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Solid analysis by Cousin Ant right there. Who do you think is going to spend the majority of the time on Kawhi? I would say... Uh, by the way, corny joke, spoiler alert, Kawhi, Kawhi not. <laughs> wow. I sent that to somebody. That was pretty I bad. thought it was hella funny. That it's hella corny, but yeah. I'm a big fan of corny jokes. So. Yeah, dry humor. Yeah. Um, no apologies. I think they're going to put Clay on Kawhi. Don't you think Kawhi's a little bit bigger and stronger? Uh, I think Clay can do it. I mean, who else would you suggest? Iguodala or Draymond? I don't know. I'm yeah. going to bust out a notepad. I'm going to do possessions of who guarded him, and I bet you I'll beat you. If you're going all in with Clay, I'm going all in with Draymond. Okay. And I bet you I beat you on that. All right, for sure. Put it on the poll. Put it on the poll. I think uh, Draymond's going to be taking Ibaka maybe. See, I think they're gonna just—they're just gonna play more big. They're gonna play Looney. They're gonna throw um, Bogut. I think they're just gonna throw bigger guys on them. Yeah, uh, it's not like Marcus Souls out there crossing fools over like he's Kyrie. No, but he's—but he's draining threes though. So he's. But all he has to out. do is guard. That's what I'm saying. You just guard yeah. the jumper. He doesn't Bogut's have to worry too, about the Bogut's drive. Bogut's too slow to get back and forth. Like. Yeah, but they're equally slow, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. They're both—they're both out there walking in cement. <laughs> yeah, but if he stands in the corner, then Bogut has to come out to that. That leaves the middle open. You know, yeah. there's no big guy to protect yeah. the rim. Yeah. So I think it'll be a heavy dose of Draymond. I mean, it's going to be a combination of Draymond and Clay. I mean, who would even be the third person? Do we even know anything about Iguodala, by the way? Uh, they said he's ready to go from game one. Okay. Questionable. That usually means pretty much playing. Kind of. Questionable yeah. means 50 50, no? Uh, no? Yeah. You have questionable as like 75 25? Usually, yeah. I mean, if they say questionable, usually they're, well, if they're out, they're out. Iggy, I think, is a good matchup, but Iggy would have been a much better matchup like five years ago. He's getting a little long in the tooth. <laughs> he looks good, man. He moves fast still. He's, it's true. He's it's, not far You know off. why? It's because he takes the entire regular season off. Yeah. The guy literally doesn't try until <laughs> it's did. playoff time. He deserves it, man. He's in the league it's a long great. Time. That's what I'd encourage him to do. Yeah. But I think it'll be, I think it'll be a lot of Draymond because I just think Kawhi's got this ability to physically put himself and a lot of it is mid i mean he's bringing it back he's bringing it back to like the jordan days mid a lot of it is mid-range game mm -hmm. but he's got the ability to create his shot like yeah. you think it's well defended but next thing you know he's risen up and he's got a good look at the basket yeah so i think draymond's got the best ability to do that because i think clay might get not punked it's a bad word to use but you know kind of moved in one way where Draymond would be less moved. I think Clay's a little bit quicker on that first step, so that might help him. I think Kawhi's a little quicker than Draymond is too. So, you know, in the defensive side of things, he's a little bit more matched to Kawhi in regards to speed. And even though he might not be the same lengthwise, yeah. you know, he can keep up with him a little bit And, of bit course, you're terrified Draymond. of the bigs and uh, Danny I, Green. I think Ibaka is going to play. <laughs> Ibaka is going to be grabbing boards. <laughs> Danny Green, uh, not so much, you know, him being a, a guy who's going to go out there and get you 25 points or something like that, but he comes from the Spurs, and they have that. He, him, and Kawhi have the experience of being in a finals before, different from some of the other guys that could benefit them in this series. I think Kawhi playing outwardly is the only way that the Raptors win this series. And I'm not going to ask you for your full-blown prediction. We're going to release this uh, prior to game one. 
Okay. So just tell me what you think about game one. Obviously, no KD. You're saying probably Iguodala. Mm-hmm. It's in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Drake's going to be there in full effect. They're going to be fired up out there. They're losing their mind out there in They're Canada. losing their mind. Yeah. So I'm what do you got for I'm game I'm going to go one? with the dubs. Really? Yep. So just they're going to take the heart right out. Game one. Yeah. I, uh, All right. I'm going Raptors. Yeah. That's, um, that's what a lot of people are doing. Well, the spread right now is Raptors plus one. Interesting. So, well, that's basically a pick them. Oh, yeah. They're basically saying 50-50. Yeah. But so, I would say I would say Raptors. It's I, rare for the Warriors to be the dogs. Well, I'll tell you what I think about game two, but I think for game one, they're riding the high. They're at home. No KD. I'm going to go Raptors. I don't know. By, less than 10. It'll be a close game. But I think ultimately, Kawhi has proven that he's a superstar. Transcending superstar. Who else is going to get you points, though, you know? Yeah, but you talked about it. I mean, they've got... They don't have a second superstar, but they've got tons of really good role players. Yeah, and I think that's going to be the difference. The French guy, Van Leen, or is he Dutch? Is he my people? <laughs> I should look that up. I'll have that for you next cast. Uh, follow him on Twitter at The Burst. T-H-E-B-U-R-T-Z. No, the Rees. The Burst. No, that's IG. Oh, Instagram. Instagram. What did I say? Twitter? Twitter, boys. All right, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> follow him. Follow his strain. He's an entrepreneur. On Instagram, at the burst, T-H-E-B-U-R-T-Z. On Twitter, he's at the Rees 510 T-H-E-R-E-A-Z-510. I'm at Zach Sports, Z-A-K Sports. And follow us everywhere. No work today. Oh, yeah, in the, in the Lumber Baron. Hair looking good today, man. Thank you. Yeah. Got a, got a cut for a wedding. Yeah. So pretty much the only time I get a haircut is like a wedding or a funeral or a birthday. You got to stay up on there, bro. Yeah, nah. I just let it go. I look good enough without needing a haircut all the time. You know what I'm saying? When you look this good, it doesn't matter. And uh, follow us everywhere. At No Work Today. Spelled the intelligent way. K-N-O-W. Work Today. For Cousin Ant. I'm Zachariah. And Great Face Dave. We love you, Great Face Dave. Oh, follow him on Twitter. At Dabbing with Dave. Follow him. No G, but there is an H. D-A-B-B-I-N-W-I-T-H-D-A-V-E. On Instagram and Twitter and all that good stuff. Boys. We'll talk to you after game one. Holla! Boy, boys.